0: Lost Hope Radio. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to the Michael Cutler Hour. I am your host, Michael Cutler. It is January 26, 2018. Uh, Great joining you at the end of the week. And as always, so that we can play that game of catch up and boy, is there stuff to catch up on. I thank you for joining me. Those of you who are familiar with me know that I'm a retired senior special agent with the former Immigration and Naturalization Service. Um, and that's after the attacks of 9-11. I've been a man on a mission trying to educate our fellow Americans, educate our politicians about the true significance of America's borders and America's immigration laws. Uh, and it's an uphill battle. And there's not too many people uh, in Washington or elsewhere who truly seem to get it. Um, but as an aside, before we, we talk about websites, I, I do want to start out by telling you I had the distinct Pleasure, privilege, and honor yesterday of traveling to Hazleton, Pennsylvania to attend a Tea Party rally for a personal friend and, and an amazing politician. And I, I always tell Lou that if he's not careful, he could give politicians a good name, which would be something incredible. But Lou Barletta, congressman from Hazleton, is now seeking the Senate seat or a Senate seat from his home state of Pennsylvania. I came out to endorse him, and they asked if I would introduce him, and I did. He didn't know I was coming. Uh, it was an exciting evening for everybody and truly a privilege. So for all of you out there, keep an eye on Lou Barletta. I, I, I think he's trying to do the right thing. He certainly did it when he was the mayor of Hazleton. He certainly uh, did it in Congress. And I think that uh, having Lou Barletta in the Senate would be beneficial to All Americans, for whatever it's worth to all of you out there. Uh, But nevertheless, going back to the immigration issue, I write for a bunch of websites, most notably FrontPageMag.com. I write for the social contract, um, and I've been doing everything possible to wake people up. Anybody who does not get the point of sanctuary cities uh, as being a danger to America and Americans Either should not be in office because they're crazy or they're corrupt. There's no other way of describing it. We have a legal immigration system, and when you give protection to people who violate our borders and violate our immigration laws, the threat is clear. The 9-11 Commission, to which I provided testimony, was clear that border security is national security. And you're making fools out of those folks who waited online, abided by the law, did what was supposed to be done, and then find that people who violate the laws are somehow going to be rewarded. <clears throat> and, and, and so this is what we're, we're dealing with. We're dealing with anarchy. There's no less than that. And I, and I challenge any politician, any politician to explain why you would want to have people violate our borders. If you don't think our borders matter, if you don't think the immigration laws matter, then have the courage to stand up and call for saving the taxpayers $14 billion, because that's what we spend each and every year on customs and border protection. There is absolutely no justification for having border protection if it doesn't matter how aliens enter the United States. But I'd love to know how many of the politicians that have created sanctuaries in their cities or states leave their front doors open. This is no different from a responsible homeowner or, or a person who rents an apartment locking his or her door at night so that strangers don't just wander in. It's very simple. And our immigration laws have nothing to do with race, religion, or ethnicity. It's about keeping out aliens with dangerous communicable diseases, serious mental illness, criminals, spies, terrorists, human rights, violators, war criminals, fugitives from justice. I don't know if I said terrorists, but if I didn't terrorists and if I'm duplicating it's fine, because that is a huge threat. Think of all the American soldiers uh, from all five branches, when they use the generic term soldier, members of the armed forces who are in harm's way this evening, how many have lost their lives, how many have come home grievously injured, because the all clear hasn't sounded. The war is ongoing. We're educating our adversaries. We're displacing American workers. We're making it more difficult for schools to fulfill their obligation to teach kids Because we're spending more and more money on English as a second language, uh, money that should be going for kids with learning disabilities. Um, They're losing those opportunities. Why does compassion not apply to that? Why is this one-sided compassion only focused on illegal aliens and never about Americans? One in four American children live in poverty. Look at what this has done to the American black and the American Latino communities. And then you hear this crap about how the Latino voter wants open borders, the Latino voter wants this, and the Latino voter wants that, why should any voter of any race, any religion, any ethnicity want anarchy? And when people talk about Latino voters as somehow they have different values because of their race, folks, that's a classic example of racism and bigotry. Just because some guy's last name or some young lady's last name is Rodriguez or Sanchez or Ramirez doesn't mean they want open borders. And when people say that kind of stupidity, they are hate mongers and racists and bigots because every American, and this includes Democrat, Republican, unless you, you hang mattresses on your walls because you're nuts, every American wants essentially the same things. We want the military to keep our country safe from our country's enemies. We want the police to keep the streets safe. We want the schools to educate our kids. And we want to know that any American willing to work hard and study hard and perhaps benefit from a good bit of luck can write the next great American success story. And now the worrisome news that Donald Trump, who ran on a strong immigration policy platform, appears— Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but it appears to be buckling. First, we had Schumer blinking, and now we have Trump possibly buckling, and we need to watch this very carefully. Um, I have an article out. Please go to Front Page Magazine, by the way. Uh, My article is is all about why Trump and the others who might support lawful status for the DACA aliens— need to look before they leap. And I drew the analogy that we're always told when there's heavy rains, when there's flooding, don't try to drive across a street that has water on it because you may not know just how deep the water is. So in case in point, in case in points, we know that the government, from what we're seeing, processed between 700,000 and 800,000 applications for these so-called DACA cases. And by the way, it's remarkable How the news media, the news media keeps saying, well, these are people who came here as kids. These are people who came here and they had no control over it. That's not necessarily true. That's what they claim. DACA needs a second C. DACA is an acronym for Deferred Action Childhood Arrival. They need to put a C before childhood that says claimed. DACA should read Deferred Action Claimed Childhood Arrival. Because people will claim anything if they know that they will get what they want. Okay? People swindle each other. People cheat on their taxes. Kids, uh, my classmates used to cheat on tests. I never did because that wasn't the way I was raised. Uh, I had parents that drew a very clear line and said, this is the line you follow. So cheating was not something that I would have done because of how I was raised, the values they imbued me with. And because I know if I ever came home and someone had told my parents that I cheated, oh my goodness, I don't even want to imagine how they would have reacted. But people cheat. They cheat <laughs> every which way you can imagine. The word cheating. Hi, Bill Clinton. How you doing tonight? You know what I'm saying? So people do cheat. Um, they swindle. They lie. So why do you think an alien who sees an opportunity to lie about when he or she got here wouldn't lie about when he or she got here? Think about that. They do. And, in fact, the 9-11 Commission made it clear, crystal clear, that immigration fraud, visa fraud, uh, was the number one way that terrorists enter the United States and embed themselves. The irony is I did my very first congressional hearing on May 20th, 1997, four and a half years before 9-11, four and a half years after the bombing of the World Trade Center. It was right in the middle. And the purpose for the hearing on visa fraud and immigration benefit fraud, where I testified, was to figure out how the terrorists were able to attack the CIA and the World Trade Center in 1993. They all lied. They all, In fact, one of those alumni, or alums if you want to call them that, was a guy by the name of Mahmoud Abu al Now, this is really an interesting story, and I mentioned it in my front page MAG article. Please go there. If you like it, by the way, I have a request. Please post it on Facebook. I have a confession. I don't tweet, I don't Facebook. I'm a techno dinosaur. I I do email, um, I do this radio program from my computer but I don't tweet, I don't Facebook. But if you like the article, please put it out there on the social media. I want as many people as possible to read that article. They've got another article that I expect that Front Page Mag will be running in the next couple of days about Donald Trump's proposed, quote unquote, solution to DACA. And we're going to get into that. But what, what people need to know is here's Chuck Schumer, the most ardent, strident supporter of lawful status, for for the daca aliens and by the way it's not just the daca aliens and that goes back to my article Uh, not just the people who were processed but chuck schumer was the guy who was the architect of agricultural amnesty for the 1986 reagan amnesty now what's remarkable chuck was my congressman back then 1985 i went to visit him And I had worked with Senator Al D'Amato a couple of years earlier to create what became the aggravated felon statute that makes unlawful reentry by criminal aliens a crime punishable by up to 20 years in jail. Up until then, anybody who was an alien was deported, came back, faced no more than two years in jail. There was no distinction made if the person had a criminal history or not. And one of the things that happened because of that no distinction two-year maximum penalty It was almost impossible to get U.S. attorneys, federal prosecutors, to prosecute aliens who had been deported and came back illegally. One of my very first cases that I encountered, in fact, involved a Mexican who got involved in a knife fight in a bar in upstate New York. We took custody of this guy. The state police called us. My partner and I went up there put a set of handcuffs on this character, threw him in the back of my car, brought him down to my office. I started to interview him. Have you ever been here before? Oh, see, senor, I have. Okay. How many times have you been here? Well, three times. How many times have you been deported? Three times. Well, I looked up the law, Title 8, United States Code, Section 1326, and it says an alien who has been deported and reenters illegally without authority is in violation of the law, penalty calls for a max of two years in jail. I went to the prosecution liaison officer, and I said, hey, Jack, I got an alien. He's committed a criminal offense. I want to present it to the U.S. attorney for prosecution. And he scratched his head, looked at me, and kind of chuckled. He said, not so fast. I said, wait a minute. Here's the law. This is what it says. I've got an alien. He did what the law says is illegal. I want to go prosecute him. He said, Mike, they're not going to take prosecution unless this guy has criminal convictions for felonies. Goodness, I think that I messed up on my uh, programming tonight. You're going to have to forgive me, but it looks as though I've only got 15, uh, 15 minutes this evening. Uh, forgive me, I will do another show next week with the right time frame. But please go to my website, check out the article that I wrote, check out um, the reasons why I believe that Donald Trump is making a terrible mistake There will be no way of knowing who all these aliens are. There will be no way of knowing how many will ultimately come forward. These are all critical issues uh, that the president doesn't appear to be addressing. So, again, I apologize for messing up the computer, but I promise you my next show next week will be the full one hour. Um, Have a wonderful weekend, everybody, and please remember that democracy is not a spectator sport. Get involved in what's going on. Make certain, make absolutely certain that you get your voice heard so that we can push back against the lunacy that's being foisted on America. But let's keep a close eye on what President Trump says during the week when apparently he's going to flesh out um, his plan for DACA. It remains to be seen, doesn't it?